good morning it is 6 4 a.m best time of the day why because that's my motherfucking birthday what's up welcome to she gets it podcast this is season three season motherfucking three all thanks to y'all my name is shan and this is a place of truth and bluntness on life and growth shit so you if you're not here to get better you listen to the wrong podcast Let's get comfy and I'll just spill it. Let's go. Fall is coming. Fall is like my favorite time of the year. Autumn is my favorite season. So if you're looking for some merch, check your girl. Support the She Gets It podcast by getting you some merch. You know what I'm saying? You get some merch. You support. You get a little something, something out of it. You become a representative of affiliate for She Gets a Podcast. And I have sweatshirts on there, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you need is on the She Gets It shop. Shop with Teespring. I'll go ahead and put the link up. Let's get back to the show. What up, what up, what up? This is Shan. This is She Gets a Podcast. And this is just a sit-in because I am literally just sitting here. <laughs> um, super early, but I just wanted to speak on because um, everyone has something to say about a lot of things that are going on right now. And I don't want to be another person talking about the same topic, but I want to focus on the broader issue is the normalization of bullshit right now the normalization of bullshit 10 years ago the normalization of bullshit 20 years ago the normalization of bullshit when your parents were kids that doesn't make what's happening okay it doesn't make what's happening right but normalizing something makes it feel like it's something to not be on alert for normalizing something makes makes something feel like everybody's doing it so who cares and that shouldn't be and I I I love and hate what's happening right now because it's it's, it's creating a a better generation to come because people are being more aware of their actions or non-actions on certain things. It's creating a uh, smarter group of young people because they're putting out certain things that were said and that were done that shouldn't have been done over the years with some of our most favorite artists, some of our most famous uh, celebrities you know, that we, like, grown to adore and love their music. But at the same time, a lot of what was going on, because nobody was like, you know what? That's not right. They never felt like what they were doing was not right. And I feel like we owe it to our kids that are coming up under us. We owe it to our 8, 9, and 10-year-olds right now. We owe it to... Our 13-year-olds, we owe it to our teenagers that are going to become 18 uh, and be quote-unquote legal but don't know shit. We owe it to uh, the young girls in their 20s who are still trying to figure things out but may be manipulated by 
someone older and everybody plays a part it's not oh your parents should have or your aunt should have or your cousin should have or your brother should have or your sister should have everybody plays a part everybody that feels like you know what man that's fucked up but shit ain't got nothing to do with me you played a part oh you know what I heard such and such but shit tell my sister tell my brother even like I even feel guilty when I see young people you know out acting an ass as a young mom and I'm just like damn I want to say something, but today's kids are so out here and so, like, on whatever that they don't even have the standard and the, and the morals to respect me because I'm older. You know what I'm saying? And that's some of their fault, but it's some of who's raising them or not raising them to respect somebody because they're older. And you just don't know what the reaction is going to be to anybody on the street like the other day i got i went grocery shopping with my two kids um and i'm coming down monroe in atlanta and this chick is in front of me um on monroe in 10th street sitting at a green light with a, a space for like two cars in front of her right so i honked my horn right the other lane track was traffic was going but at the last minute i got over in the other lane to go through the light but i already turned um, it already turned red. And she sat in front of me on purpose after I hung my horn because she was mad that I hung my horn. So when the light turned red or whatever, she pulled up next to me. My window was already rolled down. She pulled up next to me and she was like, uh, do you have a fucking problem? Mind you, I got my two kids into that. I said, no, I don't have a fucking problem. The light was green. You were sitting there on your phone or whatever in your car. You weren't paying attention, so I honked my horn. Are you upset that I honked my horn to alert you that the light was green? And she was like, I just feel like you need to sit in your car to mind your motherfucking business. She had a friend in the passenger seat. So I'm like, cool. It's okay for you to think that, but at the same time, pay attention. Because I got my two kids in the car. I'm not worried about you. I just want to go home. She had her cup of, like, whatever McDonald's drink, like, kind of, like, threatening to throw it at me. I said, I wish you would throw it at me so I have a reason to come out the car. And she was just sitting there still talking, still talking, so I rolled up my window on her. Light turned green. As soon as the light turned green, I'm driving normal. She cuts in front of me, right? She cuts in front of me on Monroe. You have a turning lane. And then you have the lane that you need to go in to go straight. So I went straight. The next light, you turn into a plaza or you go the opposite direction to the right. I'm not going that way because I need to go home. So I'm going straight. She in front of me. Monroe is like one lane on the next street until it turns to two lanes. So I'm still riding, you know, at least like I want to say about six seven feet behind her in my car i don't ride bumpers why because i don't have no extra money to be giving nobody like i got two kids that i'm taking care of by myself like please so i'm not riding nobody's bumpers um and she was in the kia optimus so let's let's be clear so um i'm driving and then once i see that okay i'm behind her 
I know she's still on some shit. Let me just go in the left lane that's completely empty. It's just me and her on the road now. Completely empty and drive by her. It's 30 miles per hour. Driving by her, as soon as I get close up to, I want to say, her back um, door window, she cuts in front of me and she breaks hard first time. I'm just like, okay, bitch. I'm good ways behind her so I could break and not hit her. Then she starts driving up and then she breaks again real hard. So I stopped the car. So where I stopped the car, it's enough space to see that you cut me off to the point where we're this close. You know what I'm saying? So she got up, she jumped out of the car and she was like, you hit my car. I said, girl, I didn't hit you. I said, but please, if you feel the need to call whoever you want to call on the phone, the police or whatever, to get a check that you're not getting because the cars are not even touching and they never touch, please do because I worked in insurance for the last four and a half years and I'm not bothered by you. You're a young dumb bitch. But I'm going to sit in my car and I'll wait. And that's what the fuck I did. So she in out there and she coming behind my car and taking a picture of my license plate. Mind you, I'm in a fuck Donald hat my Ray-Bans, and the only thing you get in for a picture, bitch, is these lips. They cute, but that's all you getting. So, um, she calls them, whatever, 20 minutes, mind you, we're blocking traffic, because I want this police officer to see that she's dumb, we're not even touching, I never heard her car, and she making this shit up, like, she was begging for a check. I don't know if you're unemployed. I don't know if you got nothing to do. I don't know if you just have done bitter. Bitter ass, bitch ass day. But I'm completely calm. I don't have nothing to be mad about. I have a, a trunk full of groceries that I paid for. I have my two kids in the back. One, Ari was sleeping. Anya was up. And you should have saw how twisted Anya's car seat was. How hard I had to stop. From not hitting her. So, um, the officer comes after 20 minutes. Um, but while I was sitting in the car, I called them and I was like, hey, this chick, she's trying to, um, she's been breaking in front of me, being really aggressive on the road. Um, and I wasn't trying to weave through no traffic because I got my kids in the car and I'm not worried about, what am I rushing for? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I said, there's no accident, but she's wasting your time, but you can come here because I'm not leaving until this is settled because she's not about to say I hit her and drove off so the police officer comes doesn't even look at my daughter in the backseat doesn't even look at where the cars are he goes to the front of her car and tells her to turn into this apartment turn into the apartment he comes to me first I explained to him what happened he was like but you didn't hit a car I said no look and I showed him the pictures I showed him her um and I showed him the front of my bumper and I showed him the back of her bumper he's like so y'all never hit I said no Gave him the gist of the story, whatever. He goes to her. She's trying to say that I hit her car and I reversed and still had that much space left. I said, bitch, come on. So, the end of the day, he ended up um, giving me a ticket for following too closely, which I'm going to fight because bitch, there's nothing I could do. Like, she kept cutting in front of me. And then um, her ticket from obstructing traffic. So, we had to go to court on my daughter's, um, my one-year-old daughter's birthday, um, in April, but my G is like, that type of shit, that type of ignorance 
she felt like she was in the right to do that especially after the fact that i told her i got two kids in the car i'm not worried about you and break in front of me not once but twice and cut me off in an intersection but that's the type of ignorance we have whether you female whether you male it's it's stop normalizing things that shouldn't be normalized Stop giving gratification over the fact that, you know, you watch somebody get beat up and you videotaped it. Stop being the tough guy behind your phone texting crazy shit like somebody won't find you. Somebody won't come pull up. Somebody won't come find your kids. Because people are that ignorant out here. That little girl that car got shot up with her mom in it. That was over some mistaken shit. And now this guy is in court. Possibly looking at life. Because it was on some. Oh I thought it was. Type shit. Stop doing that. And stop trying to be a part of a gang. A group of lost men. In their mind. In the streets that don't own nothing. You don't own no property. You don't have no real job that's providing for your family. You out here trying to make a dollar. But you're trying to say you're a part of this gang. You got a name of a gang. Try to get a name of a business. Have like have something more. You're out here in this gang and you do something stupid for this quote unquote gang. And then when that gang do something stupid, everybody disappears because you're left at the scene. So you're charged with whatever stupid thing you done did and you're over here getting this time or you're over here getting this death sentence and you over here crying in court and your mom don't know how to feel, your brother don't know how to feel, your sister don't know how to feel, your grandparents don't know how to feel because you're being done. You're trying to be part of this gang and this gang ain't even in court with you. Where that gang at? Where, where all those... uh boys at and your friends at that was in the car riding in life the only person you have to answer to at the end of the day and early in the morning is going to be you when I wake up in the morning I wake myself up then I have to wake up my kids then I have to you know scroll through my emails and see what's priority Then I have to go ahead and look at the clock and make sure where I got to be, where they got to be. In my mind, I know what I got to do for that day. A lot of people get up early in the morning, get dressed, put whatever they got that they feel is important in their pocket, and go outside and stand on the corner and play music all day as they watch working people drive by. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So stop normalizing stuff. Stop normalizing the fact that you turn the blind eye. Stop normalizing the fact that, you know, I I just, you know, even, even my parents, like, my mom and my father were 30 years apart. My mom um, had me at 30 my dad made me in his 60s, my G. And my father is older than my mom's father. I don't see how my mom's father was like, hmm, that's cool. But in a Caribbean 
you know, culture is kind of like, what does this man do? Can he take care of you? Um, does he have something about him that tells me that you will be somewhat okay? It's not more so, damn, you old as shit. You don't want to marry somebody or uh, have a child with somebody that's closer to your age? I would never okay either one of my daughters being with somebody that's 30 years older than them. But it's a different mentality. And a lot of people like to say, you know, back in the day when they had kings and queens, when they had, um, you know, this going on and uh, people had multiple wives or people had multiple um, lovers. That's cool, but that was back then. You know what I'm saying? And that's not going to work for right now. Because right now in society, you... I mean, cultures do it. But you have to have the means to do so. You have to have a house that can probably house five of your wives and your kids. So you could be involved all the time. But the reality is, here in America, there are some, like, people who do it. But at the same time, you can't be a father completely to all of your kids when they're spread out different places and be there you know when needed all the time you can't you can't be a mother to a whole bunch of kids that's spread out everywhere while you run in the streets and be there when your kids need them all the time so stop normalizing things because somebody else is doing it or somebody else did it that shit don't matter that shit really doesn't matter what matters is what are you doing right now that's going to, you know, have some type of debt in somebody else's life when you're not here. So stop normalizing things that, you know, in a moral type of view are wrong. You would never do that to your kid. Don't allow another kid to do it on the street. If you have kids, teach them that. If it's an older individual and they tell you to not do something or to pick up something off the floor or to hey uh how about you just you know not have your boobs showing right now how about you put on your shirt how about you pull up your pants a little bit have a little bit more dignity about yourself right now i bet you there's a lot of young kids right now that don't know what dignity is how about you go home and go do something better more constructive like go read a book go learn some vocabulary go prepare for something you're supposed to be doing in school right now are you even going to school what are you going to do after you know you leave high school or you leave middle school like do you have any extracurricular activities you would like to do is there something that you know you would love to do but you haven't even began to research it like where are those, like, discussions coming in at with young people today? And why are a lot of parents right now feeling like it's okay to just go to work, take care of the house, pay the bills, feed the kid, and think they're supposed to come out as, as better adults? And why are you hiding, um, you know, BS in society from your kids, you know, knowledge? Like, I'm not hiding cuss words from my kids I'm not purposely saying it to make it okay but I'm not hiding what a word is like <coughs> the other day my daughter asked me 
um, what does uh, the N-word mean, all right? She's five. The only way and the only reason why she asked me that is because society has normalized it to be like, what is the sky? You know what I'm saying? And I explained it to her. She may not fully understand it right now and, and, and the dynamics of it, but I explained it to her and I let her know that it's not a good word to use and it's a, it's a word that adults say that they shouldn't say because it hurts other people. But at the same time, anything she asks me, the fact that she knows it and the fact that she can ask me means I need to an answer it because I don't want her to get the answer for anybody else. The- Sorry, I kind of got got off, but um, the fact that she can ask me that word means I have to, like, help her get the knowledge I have from it because I don't want her to get it from someone else. And I think if we as adults give people under us knowledge, then they're going to be better adults. And I feel like that's where the ignorance starts, where people normalize things is because nobody's giving them the knowledge prior of right or wrong of having values of having standards and that's how we're going to stop normalizing things is once we start doing it period